Welcome to the Bible Studies for Life adult podcast. This podcast is hosted each week by Chris Johnson and myself, Lynn Pryor. Chris, let's start with a question. Okay. Have you ever wished you had another road to take other than the one you were on? Lynn, my response to that is uh, a little different today than it would be a, a couple of years ago when I was driving to Nashville every day to work. Uh, it seemed like I always wanted to go a different route because the one that I had taken was the long way. Uh, I'm that guy that always chooses the longest line, uh, even though I, I am very judicious and thoughtful when I make my decision about which line to get into. It's always the longest one. And so it seems like the routes that I take are the ones that seem to take the longest time. So I'm almost always one another route. <laughs> I can think of one trip. We were traveling from Nashville to uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, and this particular time we had to go, we kind of went to the New Orleans route. Well, if you know much about that, there's a way you can bypass New Orleans. This was late at night and we're making this trip. It was our first time to do this. And lo and behold, I missed our turnoff. And if you've ever known about the long bridge that crosses Lake Pontchartrain, there ain't no exits. And we're on this. It's late at night, and we've got 20-plus miles before we can turn around. And at that point, I said, boy, I wish I had another exit or something. But we had to just do a U-turn and cross that bridge again, the 26 miles or whatever it is. Well, we're going to be talking about highways or roads, but we are going to talk about Jesus being the way. The question we're dealing with, is Jesus the only way to God? This is a part of our study on confident, uh, dealing with those tough questions that people often ask. And joining Chris and I for this conversation about Jesus being the only way is the writer of the Daily Discipleship Guide content, Randy Fields. Randy, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Always my pleasure, man. Now, if, if uh, you're new to the podcast, Randy was with us just a few weeks ago. But Randy, let's uh, just for the sake of any new listeners, uh, tell tell people about your ministry there at your church in uh, Grass Valley, California. Absolutely, we uh, are in the beautiful foothills of the Sierras, High Sierras, and uh, we're glad winter's over this year or this last year, and uh, hopefully we won't have the same kind. But uh, it's a, a unique place to be. We have a great ministry abroad um, in the Philippines and London and Africa, as well as um, here in our local community at uh, one of the, the public high schools uh, that's a continuation school that God has just opened tons of doors for us to go and be a part of and uh, infiltrate the light of Christ into some of these kids that uh, will open up to us. So it's a, I love being here. been here 19 years, and uh, it's a great place to be. Randy, you are a native Californian as well. Actually, no. I was born in Kansas, Neodice, Kansas, little in the southeast corner. But uh, my folks decided to move to California when I was two months old. So birthright <laughs> is Kansas, but I was raised in California. Yeah, in Southern California. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, an oddity there. But yeah, two months of my life that I never remember were in Kansas. <laughs> Well, this is our study on uh, Jesus being the, the only way to God. Uh, and so we're going to be in 1 John chapter 5 for our study today. And we're going to begin in, in verse, well, just verses 1 through 5. We're gonna, where we're going to begin is this with this thought that we become God's children when we believe in Jesus. Let me begin reading in verse 1. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. 
And everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of him. This is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey his commands. For this is what love for God is, to keep his commands. And his commands are not a burden, because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? The question we're dealing with here as we looked at this passage is, again, is Jesus the only way to God? How do you respond to that question just based on these verses? This passage clearly makes uh, us see that it's believing that Jesus is the Christ. This is the key that we that we believe in our hearts uh, that Jesus is the Son of God. And throughout the book of First John, um, John has dealt with this issue, this conflict in the early church uh, regarding uh, false teachers. Uh, he refers to Antichrist, plural, um, and and points people continually to the truth, the truth that Jesus is the Son of God. Don't let anybody tell you anything different from this. Uh, Jesus is the Messiah. He's the Son of God. And by faith in him, we become God's children and we belong to him. So then we love him and we show him we love him by obeying his commands. A lot of people struggle with this because they think there are many ways to God. Why do people why do people want to believe there's other ways to God? Randy, do you bump up against this in the culture where you are? Oh, every day. Um, there's a a friend of mine, a school, he's uh, on staff there, but he's, he's, he comes from a Muslim background, but he is more and more open to who Christ is. He'll acknowledge who Christ is, but he still claims that following Muhammad is his way to heaven versus following Jesus is my way to heaven. And, uh, you know, I've tried and tried and tried to help him connect the dots. Um, he's further along because he's always coming back with more and more questions. Um, but again, you know, our culture is so bombarded with what is truth? And so, you know, that, that spills over into this aspect of, well, I can get to heaven if I do good works. If I'm good and I don't do bad things, then, you know, I, I can still get to heaven. Um, you know, as a pastor, I do funerals and so many times they're not believers, but yet they still want to believe that their loved one is in the presence of God. If they're in heaven, even though they've never had that personal relationship with him. And, and again, that's where that, that truth comes out. And first John spells it out that, you know, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah, you have to have that personal relationship in order to be that child of God who gets to spend all eternity with him. And it, our culture, you know, you look at the movies that people go to and, and just the infiltration of untruth in that whole, this is what heaven's going to be like. This is what the afterlife is. This is what happens when you die, et cetera, et cetera. And the reality is people have bought into the Hollywood version of heaven versus what the Bible teaches about how to get to heaven. And this passage makes it clear that uh, it is only by believing that Jesus is the Son of God that that uh, eternal life becomes ours. I want to, And Chris, I want us to keep focused on that. And in our groups, as you meet this week, 
keep that focus on it's about Jesus. It's the exclusivity of Jesus. And the reason I want you to keep that focus is it's going to be easy to talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about next week, which is the idea, well, don't all people really ultimately end up going to heaven? And we're going to talk about that reality that no, not everyone goes to heaven. But our focus this week is on that the exclusive the exclusivity of Jesus you only have a relationship with God only through Jesus and so it raises the question then they what we have to do is uh, for every individual is to consider the claims of Christ to consider who Christ is what Christ said about himself and to and to weigh the reality of that to see that Jesus is the way Jesus is the only way. As we're in 1 John 5, if we go down to verse 6, kind of pick up where we left off, we're going to see this testimony that's been given about that Jesus is the Son of God. Verse 6, Jesus Christ, he is the one who came by water and blood, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. Now, if we accept human testimony, God's testimony is greater, because it is God's testimony that He has given about His Son. So the one who believes in the Son of God has this testimony within himself. The one who does not believe Jesus has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony God has given about his son. There's the statement there that God gives testimony that Jesus is the son of God. And I think it's important to point out, Lynn, that, uh, you know, John cites three witnesses of who Jesus is. God, the father, the, the spirit and, and Jesus himself multiple times said, this is who I am. Uh, you know, I wrote in one of the daily things that, you know, Jewish courts at that, that time required two credible testimonies in favor of something or somebody. And so John goes beyond that when he's talking about Jesus is the only way to God. And here's who testifies on his behalf and brings in the, the, these three that he brought into that conversation to go beyond even what those in his audience would have been that day in that culture of, well, there's only two that are required. Okay, well, I'm going to up you one. Here's three that will give you a testimony of who Jesus is and how he is the only way to God. Well, let's talk about those three testimonies for just a moment. Uh, in particular, talk about the testimony of the water and the testimony of the blood. What are we referring to, or what is John referring to in those uh, references to water and blood? He's referring to the baptism of Christ, which the Spirit of God was present there as well. He's referring to the blood that Christ shed on the cross on our behalf to cover our sin, to give us that, that reconciliation with the Father. And again, the Spirit was there when that happened as well. And so, you know... Just because it's the water and the blood, so many people miss that aspect of, well, this is what it stands for. It's talking about when Jesus was obedient and was baptized, gave that public testimony of who he was in his father and why he died on the cross and then ultimately rose again. Well said. And then it also mentions the spirit. And I like how he says this in verse 10, where he says, the one who believes in the son of God has this testimony 
within himself. We've, we've, we've seen the truth of his, Jesus is. The Spirit has testified to that. We've believed it, embraced it, and now that Holy Spirit is living within us as believers. And that testimony, God's Holy Spirit, his testimony is living within us now. Then when we come to verse 11, we're going to see that as God's given us testimony about Jesus, that it's in that testimony of who Christ is that we have eternal life. Verse 11, John said, and this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. The one who has the Son has life. The one who does not have the Son of God does not have life. And I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Sounds like there's only one way to have eternal life, guys. I don't think it gets much simpler and plainer than the way that John put it there. Um, I go back to that last verse in that section that you may know. It doesn't say that you might wish. It doesn't say that you might suppose, that you might hope for. It says that you may know, almost like there's an exclamation point there that should should have been inserted, that you may know that you have eternal life if you have that relationship, if you have believed in the name of the Son of God, who Jesus is. There are two verses that come to mind when we talk about uh, faith in Jesus as the only way to God. Uh, one of those we've we've referred to but haven't talked about it specifically is uh, John fourteen six, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So it it's interesting that John has that exclamation point that says, this is how you know that uh, that you have eternal life because you believe in Jesus and you've committed yourself to him. Uh, we want you to know this. And then, and Jesus says the same thing in, in the gospel. The only way to God is through me. Apostles refer to it later in Acts 4.12. There is salvation in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. Now, this topic we're on, Looking at 1 John 5 and other passages we reference, this is the issue that gets a lot of people outside the church worked up because we're claiming Jesus is the only way to God. How arrogant can we be? <laughs> Narrow-minded. Uh, Randy, you mentioned your your Muslim friend. This question, I think, uh, w- w- I'd love to hear your answer to this. Uh, how can we teach that Jesus is the only way to salvation without alienating those who need to hear that truth. How have you been able to do this and have a continuing uh, conversation with this friend? To me, it's planting seeds, you know, especially with those of other faith groups, especially like those of the Muslims. Um, you know, they will acknowledge, yeah, Jesus was a prophet, but they will not acknowledge that Jesus was the Son of God that came to die for our sins. That, you know, this is the road to heaven. They follow their paths, et cetera, et cetera. Um, with my Muslim friend, I have quoted that verse before. I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And his response, if I can remember correctly, it's been a while since we had that conversation. But I believe his conversation was, yeah, but how do I know that he is that, that, that way? How, do, how can I take for certain that he is the only way? And I think that comes into our culture that says, well, no, you can do this and get to heaven. You can do this and get to heaven. You can do this and get to heaven. 
And, you know, they leave out the absolute truth, which goes back to those previous sessions, you know, in this unit, that there is one truth. And there's one truth for who Jesus is. There's one truth about how we obtain salvation and how we are going to spend eternity with God in heaven. And until we acknowledge that there is that truth, you know, they can keep asking questions all day long, but there has to be that revelation, that light. You know, we talked about it last session in that, that that light bulb goes off. Okay, yeah. So I acknowledge that he is that, that he is the way, the only way to get to heaven. How have you how have you maintained a relationship with him so that you have a continuing conversation uh, when sometimes that would be off putting for some people to say, what do you mean? He's the only way that's the only other way. And that may end the conversation. You're continuing to have a conversation. He's continuing to talk to you. Yeah, I think that, you know, again, I, I, I believe that, you know, if Christ has opened that door for me to talk with somebody that he's also working in their heart and in their life. And I think this gentleman, I think God is working in his heart because he continues to come back pretty much on a weekly basis now with these questions. Um, he knows that we pray because uh, I shared in the session one that, you know, we pray at our school every Monday, even though it's a public high school. They allow, allow me to hold prayer group. All of our staff gets prayed for and we pray for his salvation. We pray for, you know, his needs to be met. Um, you know, we've ministered to him. He had surgery not too long ago on his shoulder. And so I, I think part of that is he sees a difference, but he can't identify exactly what that difference is in those that have been ministering to him. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue on. And Lord willing, one day he's going to finally get that. Yeah, he is the way. And I need to acknowledge that. Cool. He's promised me he's going to come to church one of these Sundays to check it out. So I'm praying he comes on. Sunday, you know, that makes sense to him. So, sure, sure. Well, I, I appreciate the fact that you've worked at the relationship aspect, that you've worked to connect with him, to minister to him, uh, to, to love him, and to continue to uh, have open dialogue. Um, so, some people in our groups think I can't have that conversation that will that would end the conversation. But if we will build those kind of relationships, yep where people see that we're authentic, that we really, we really live what we believe. Um, they, they will keep coming back. Won't they? Well, yeah, uh, because they're drawn, with, with their questions. they're drawn to the light. And I think we've missed that aspect of it. If we portray the light of Christ, they're going to be drawn to the light of Christ. And so it comes back to each one of us, you know, in our groups and who take that, that responsibility of being a Christ follower. All right. I've got to be that light every single day, no matter where I'm at, in the marketplace, your church, in my neighborhood, in my home, I've got to be that light of Christ because otherwise they're not going to know. They won't see it. Randy, this takes us back to our first session. Does it really matter what truth I believed? And uh, as we dialogued in that podcast, uh, I remember you pointing out that uh, there was a time when people just accept the truth as truth, and now they don't. Uh, they don't accept you know, just stated for well, this is truth. And so how we get around that, we dialogued about that then, and it's worth bringing up again, that it's through relationships, which is what you've been an example of with this uh, Muslim uh, that you have. It's not like you just, well, I presented the truth one time and well, he didn't respond. There's a relationship that has uh, been ongoing. And that's a key for with, with, it, with all these topics we're talking about in this study called confidence that how do we get around the way the world's thinking? Well, we let the spirit work through us 
as we build a relationship with that individual. It's not just the truth, but it's as they see the truth of Jesus lived out in me. That's significant. And, and, you know, I had that conversation in our our Bible study last Wednesday night with our group that, uh, you know, we don't know our neighbors. So how can we minister to them if we don't know our neighbors? And I gave the the example of I think the worst invention ever done was the automatic garage door. (laughs) We we, we open it, we pull in, we shut it behind us and we go inside the house. And we don't, you know, back in the only days, people would sit on their porch and wave and talk to the neighbors as they pass by. And then uh, one of our, our members in the group said, well, you know, one of the unique things that COVID did was it allowed us to connect with our neighbors finally, because during that shutdown period, they had nowhere to go. So they had to connect with their neighbors. And so I was I was pleased that they at least acknowledged that, yeah, they don't know their neighbors, but it is important that that's where they start at and even in the workplace. Good conversation, fellas. Thank you for uh, Randy for being with us for writing for us. Uh, thank you, those of you who are listening to our podcast. We appreciate you, and uh, we appreciate feedback from you. But most of all, we just thank you for listening to the podcast, and we hope this is uh, beneficial to us. Again, Randy, great job in the podcast, and thanks for writing. Thank you. Thanks for the privilege. Love it. So we've seen here that because Jesus is the Son of God, He is the only way who can bring us to God. We do hope you have a good conversation around this point, and that we will be with you next week as we continue this conversation of not just Jesus being the only way to God, but He is the only way to heaven, that all people ultimately will not go to heaven. It's only those with faith in Jesus. We look forward to being with you next week. 